Hey, this is John Legadakis of johnlegadakis.com and I want to thank you for joining me on this podcast. This podcast is a live recording of an interview I do each week with other internet marketers, personal development and business leaders where we talk about how we can better promote our products and services online, get more traffic and make more sales. I hope you get a lot out of today's recording. Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast. It's great to have you. Thank you for joining us. I have a special guest with us today. Today we have with us Ace Chapman from the US. Thank you for joining us, Ace. It is so great to be here with you, John. I'm excited to jump in and have a conversation. Excellent. And before we get started, I'll tell you a little bit about Ace. So Ace, he bought his first business when he was 19. I think that's quite impressive. It was an online stock market simulator called cool wall street after selling it and seeing the benefits in buying a business over starting one he caught the business buying bug since then he has bought and sold over 30 businesses and has helped his clients all over the world buy over 100 businesses now uh, before we go ace into what it is you do and how you help people today with your business tell us a little about your background where you're from growing up what made ace what ACs today? Well, one of the things that uh, my parents like to talk about is a story when I was five years old, I had gotten $20 from my parents to go and get my school pictures and, you know, your kindergarten. So just getting to school, this is the first time you've ever had school pictures. Mm -hmm. And for me, my parents had never trusted me with 20 whole dollars. And instantly Uh in my head, I'm like, this could buy an infinite amount of candy. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a lot of money so, back in those days. I mean, not that you're an old Back man, in but... those days, it's like <laughs> in the 80s, you get 20 bucks. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. And so I remember going, I, I turned in the money, and, uh, you know, a few weeks later, because this is back in the old days, you know, it's like a month later, you, these pictures show up. I take them home to my parents. A few days later, we're in church, and I see my mom and she's handing out the pictures mm. and I go up to her. I'm like, okay, mom, like, you know, we paid $20 for these. How much are we going to charge for them? And she's like, we can't charge these. I was like, what are you doing? Are you just giving them away? And she's like, of course, nobody's going to pay for your picture. And they basically said, I just start crying. I couldn't believe we're going to throw away 20 whole dollars. <laughs> and finally she relented and handed me my pictures so that I could sell them like 50 cents for the small ones, a dollar for the big ones. And so that was my very first business. And unfortunately, I lost a lot of the cuteness that I had when I was five years old. So I had to get a little more complex with my my my, my business dealings. <laughs> I wish I could just go around selling pictures of myself. That would make things so much easier. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's, it's interesting. So it's interesting. So even from a very young age, then you're very business conscious, you might say. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was curious about money. I was curious about how business worked. I'd always been somebody who was interested in things like the, the stock market. My dad was in ministry and I remember, you know, he had a little library inside of his ministry. And so, of course, 99% of the books were Christian based and religious books. But then there was also an encyclopedia 
And I remember I probably read the, the same few pages about the stock market and Wall Street and business and, and all these things like over and over, just like learning and, and trying to figure out like, what is all this stuff? Mm. And that was one of the reasons why when, when I was 19, I used the, that stock market simulator that you mentioned in the intro. And when I ended up using it, I realized like, wow, these guys are doing a terrible job of running this business. The site was always crashing. They didn't do the basics of just good customer service and, and that kind of thing. And the people that were using it were really passionate about it. So they kept using it. But I reached out to them and basically said, hey, <laughs> you know, you guys obviously need some help. How about I kind of intern you with you totally for free? I just want to learn this stuff. And of course, just like every other email, they didn't respond. And so it was like weeks and eventually I hear back and they're like, we are, have moved on to another project. We really don't want this thing. It's a headache for us. We want to sell it. Do you know anybody that would be interested in buying it? You know, if you do let us know. And so I was like, hey, maybe I do. And at this point, it did not even cross my mind that I could be the buyer. Right. You know, it wasn't those things where it's like, oh, yeah, like this instantly makes sense. And, you know, I'm a broke <laughs> college kid. I had $3,000 to my name. They wanted 70000 for this business, but it was making $60,000. For me, it was like, man, like I was at a school that's, you know, top 20 university in the U.S. It cost 120000 to, you know, over the course of four years. Right. And I had friends that were graduating. I was a sophomore at that point. But friends that were graduating, you know, were happy to get jobs that were making 40,000. Like they were like, man, I'm, you know, a lot of people were just making 30 and that kind of thing. And some weren't getting jobs at all and were serving. So I'm like, man, so if I could, I'm paying 120,000 with no guarantee of anything. Yeah. What if I could figure out how to get 70,000 and make 60? Hmm. So that was uh, when it clicked that, you know, maybe I should try to do this and who cares? Like if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. So I went to a buddy of mine who had some money. He was willing to put in 15,000. You know, I, I realized like, oh, maybe I could get some credit cards. I got about 17,000. And then I went back to the owners and I was like, you know, I could I could come up with this. Would you guys mind financing the, the rest of it? And that was the beginning of my deal-making career. Yeah, wow. That's really impressive. I think, anyway, for a 19-year-old, that's a big risk to take, especially because you're in the middle of your university degree and that's a lot of money to risk. So, yeah, that's a pretty gutsy move. And so how did it work out for you, Ace? Did it, did it work out well, the purchase? Not at oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it worked out for a while, <laughs> but long term, it actually ended up. So we grew this business. When we bought it, it was 10,000 members. We grew it to a quarter million members, which was wow. amazing. Wow. We had offers to buy it. It was going to be a seven-figure exit for me. And I'm thinking, man, you know, this is it. Like once I, I can grow, I can definitely grow this thing even more. We could get to half a million have you know 10 million dollar exit and i'll be a 22 year old kid and i'm this is it like i am about to be done then the crash of 2001 happened and a lot of our advertisers and customers and all that 
their money was gone and dried up. Right. And so the money just kind of disappeared and the offers disappeared. And, you know, my investors in the business were like, hey, let's just liquidate. And, you know, I kind of felt like, man, we should just hold on and see. But when you have investors, you know, they can kind of push things the way they want to. Yeah. And so, you know, we end up liquidating. They, you know, people got a, a lot of money or not a lot of money. People got a little bit of money. But, you know, I walked away with basically nothing because I couldn't even hold on. They were like, you know, basically my turn was like, if you hold on to any aspect of this, it could be like you could be liable later, like for like keeping something. If it does come come back, you know, they'll still have a right to it, even though, you know, they're, they're getting rid of it. So literally walked away with absolutely nothing mm. and I didn't realize how valuable uh, what I'd been through was until a couple years later. So right after that, because I, I kind of built this thing in the financial industry, I had uh, gotten a job with a bank, and I was do I was uh, you know had gotten my stockbroker's license. I was also a mortgage broker, but I still had this entrepreneurial part of me. You know, I had I'd grown a business. I had eight employees at that business. Oh yeah, and. I, you know, even at that young age, you know, it's funny. I was hiring my friends as interns in the summer. <laughs> it was just this fun experience. So I understood the idea of leverage. And I remember in, in that my, a bank, I, I went to my boss and I'm like, you know, I was really doing really well and doing some marketing. And a lot of people back then obviously didn't get the internet. And I go to him and I tell him like, hey, okay, I think I've, I've hit my max. Like I'm really killing it. I want to bring on an assistant. Like, how can I do that? And he's like, well, you know, you got to be here at least six years and then, you know, we'll pay for your assistant. And da, da, da. I was like, okay, I understand that. That's neat. But like, I'll just, I want to pay for my own assistant. Like I'll pay for <laughs> and, you know, bring somebody in because I need yeah. to, you know, build my team. And he's like, yeah, it doesn't work like that. And I'm like, I don't understand. <laughs> but, well, you've got seniority and, you know, if you get somebody and then the other people are jealous. So politics. And I'm like, politics. <laughs> exactly. That was my first hand where it's like, but no, like, obviously you're not getting the logic between <laughs> behind what I'm saying. It's like, this is just logical. It's going to make you more money, me more money. Yeah, crazy. And that was my first experience where it's like, man, literally in, in corporations, they will turn down money in favor of corporate politics. And that was just mind boggling. Like, what are we, what are we here for? Again, mm. I thought this was yeah. a, uh, you know, enterprise created to make profits. So being the enterprising, ambitious and naive young man that I was, I decided, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go down a couple blocks, rent an office myself hire an assistant and you know they won't know what's going on <laughs> right so right. i ended up getting an office i rented it rented an office i hired an, an assistant and sure enough like i go to another level and like you know everybody's desk was just always piled with papers and stuff you come to my desk like all my stuff has been handled at this other office <laughs> Got mm. grew a bit, and then I hired another employee, and you know we're, we're killing it even more. But eventually, the jig had to be up, and and I came in one day, and they're like, "So who is Marie?" And that was my sister's name, and I knew <laughs> like at that moment, 
It's like, so we could do an investigation or you could just resign. I was like, oh, I think I'll go ahead and resign because I know this isn't good. So <laughs> I ended up, after that, though, I understood that, hey, you can go out and you can buy a business. You know, it's like just having that knowledge. And I didn't realize how powerful that was because I'd taken it for granted that I had done this. But I, I would talk to people and I would tell them, like, yeah, you know, like I bought this business. Like, what? Like, what? Like, that is a thing? How does that work? Like, what do you mean you bought a business and it mm. was making money? And you started making money the day after you closed. And so I went out and bought a mortgage company, kind of just bought that. And, and that was before when I did that deal, it just kind of happened. So I didn't understand the value of it, but it was after leaving that job and being able to buy my income and buy a business that a lot of things started to shift. And it, the more I started to talk to people, I realized that it's just not in our conscience because of the fact that 99% of the information out there is all around starting a business from scratch. Yes. You know, yeah. Millions of successful businesses that are making money that have gone through the headaches of testing and trials and trying to figure things out. They've hired people. They've trained those people. They've fired the ones that suck. They've kept the ones that have been great. You know, they figured out which products don't work. They figured out the marketing. All of these things that make it really tough. You know, the, the one thing is, is entrepreneurs that I think we're very positive people. You don't get into this if you're not a, a generally positive person. But at the end of the day, like there's a lot of suck around starting from scratch and see the movement that, you know, is, I'm a big fan of like the lean startup. Yes. And it, it's it's centered around the fact that basically starting a business sucks. And so what lean startup says, is like, Hey, there's so many things you got to start from scratch. The odds are 100% against you. Like you are most likely to fail. If you do this and you're going to put in this work, you're going to sacrifice time from your family. You're going to sacrifice your money, like all these things. And then the likelihood is after all of that sacrifice, it just statistically is most likely that you're going to fail. Yeah. And so what lean startup says, which is, is smart is it sucks. So let's limit the suck. Let's just, let's, let's make that lean. Like all this suckiness, let's just have like lean suck instead of like a bunch <laughs> of suck. And yeah. all we're saying is like, Hey, let's, if something sucks, don't do it. Have no, have no suck. Well, you know, it's interesting yeah. while you're saying that Ace and, and, and I've never heard of it. Anyone put it that way. And, and it makes so much sense. And I think to myself, it's like maybe purchasing it or having a business or building a business versus buying a business is maybe the same as a car or a home or have like, let's say having a home, who would you, would you want to go build your home from scratch and not have any experience building a home and mess yeah. up the foundation and the structure and the, and the tiling. And, you know, we, I'd do it. If I had to build a home, I'd do a terrible job. You'd know that I'd built it. It just wouldn't look nice. Yeah. Or would you just go yeah. out and buy one? So when it comes to homes, we just go and buy a home. We don't, Exactly. Build it from scratch. So yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And the other thing that is so interesting <laughs> is there are like really nobody that would build it themselves. Like very, like nobody who's not an expert 
house builder is going to really think that they can build a house from scratch. Mm. And you might get lucky and the house like somehow operates and is, is like you, you were able to pull it together and, and, you know, you can put that, like the people that make that happen is like, you know, what we see the statistics around building a business from scratch. It's like at the very least, and in, in this is even rare where you're going to hire somebody just because it's like a huge headache to build a house. It's a huge headache to build some, build a house from scratch. And so even when you hire an absolute expert, they're going to, it's going to be a huge headache for you as the, as the house owner. Mm-hmm. Um, the interesting thing when you bring that up is that that was one of the examples that my mentor used right. when, uh, I'd sold, and this is probably my fourth or fifth business, but I still, it still didn't click in me that, you know, I was like, oh, even when I realized that I could buy these businesses and that was a smart way for me to kind of buy something, I buy them at two times earnings, it pays for itself, I sell it, I get this chunk of cash, I've made money along the way, go to the next deal, that kind of thing. But again, like even for me, I you know, listen to media. And it's like, really, if you're, if you're, you, the right way to do this is to start a business. And so my vision was, oh, I can get capital this way. And eventually I'm going to start something and then I'm going to be Steve Jobs. <laughs> right. <laughs> Bill Gates, that's going to be, and I think in the back of our head, it's like, no, sorry, that there's, there's no other Steve Jobs. I'm sorry. So I remember, going to my mentor who was a guy who fortunately had seen me bumping my way through the dark was willing to spend time with me and he was a guy that that flipped hospitals wow which you know just meeting him and hearing that was mind-blowing it was like what that's possible yeah i I didn't even know that was possible Exactly. Like it just be if he did nothing but be me to him and find out he had done that, I would uh, that would have changed my whole. That was a huge paradigm shift. Uh, but he was willing to spend some time with me, and I remember going down and you know I'd sold a business, I had some cash, and I was telling him about this idea that I wanted to start. I could look at his face, and he's kind of not impressed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, obviously, he doesn't get it. <laughs> so I get more passionate. I'm showing them why this is an amazing idea. I'm showing them why it's foolproof. It's definitely going to work and still nothing. And so I'm kind of like, okay, just whatever. Like he must not really be paying attention because if he was listening, he would hear that this is an amazing idea. And I get to the end of my pitch and, you know, he asked me one question. And I'm like, okay. It's like, I got one question for you. I'm like, okay. It's like, where'd you buy that computer? I'm like, what, dude? Like, are you serious? <laughs> That's your question? I give you this huge, passionate uh, speech about my business, and you're asking me where I got my computer. Are you in the market for a computer right now? <laughs> so I tell them, you know, I ordered it from Dale. And my idea had nothing to do with computers. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like and you're talking so, to Mr. Miyagi now. This is like Daniel son of Mr. Yeah, Miyagi. yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like, you know, where'd you get that <laughs> computer? And I told Dale and, you know, like, uh, he's like, why did you decide to buy it? Buy it? And I was like, well, I, I needed a computer. 
he's like, no, no, no. Like, why'd you decide to buy it as opposed to building it? I was like, I don't know how to build a computer. I don't have the parts. And he's like, well, you can go online, learn how to build it. You can buy the parts online and get that built. And I'm like, I, I don't want to build computers. And he was like, the reason you didn't buy is because what you want is to be able to use the computer. You want to be able to get online. You want to be able to write documents. You want to be able to send emails. That's your goal for the computer. So for you to get confused and think that, oh, I want to write an email, so I need to build a computer, isn't smart. So the same way that when somebody wants to be able to have transportation, they don't think, oh, let me go and learn how to become a mechanic. Yeah. I'm going to go out and get parts for a car. So I want a house, like you mentioned. They don't think, oh, like I got to start building, <laughs> building my house so I can have somewhere to live. Yeah. In every other area in our life, the first thing is never the thought of building from scratch. But when it comes to our income, it's literally the only place yeah, that we think, oh, if I want my income, I got to build it from scratch. Yeah. And so just, just for the sake of time, Ace, because I know we, we don't have you for a lot of time today, Shamit. <clears throat> again, what you shared with us is so important and is mind, it, it's paradigm changing which is really, really fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing that. So what you do today, Ace, is over the years you sort of learnt which businesses are better to buy over other businesses because even though buying a business is a great idea, some businesses are better to buy than others because some of them are more hands-on than other businesses and also others you can take them from what you purchase to a higher value quicker than you can other businesses and and also some businesses are more sellable than other businesses and so the area that you focus on is online businesses is that correct Ace? you buy, you buy and retain or buy and sell online businesses i do both so mm-hmm. i i definitely do both but right now there's a huge opportunity online to do those deals uh, so i have you know 20 businesses in my portfolio and, you know, for the, the deals that are online, I can, I can just have a lot more of those. You know, a lot of the work is outsourced. I, you know, I have a dashboard where I can see what's going on with each business. The all, offline businesses, I have to just be a little, a little more involved. So, you know, out of the 28, only three of them are offline businesses. And managing those takes a lot more work. So the real valuable thing is today, I mean, you can, we call it kind of mini moguls. Like now, all right, now I'm in Orlando. We're getting ready for our Dealmakers Weekend Orlando. And it was really neat. You know, we just had Dealmakers Weekend in Las Vegas. And we had people come in. We had two people that had had uh, kind of just in the last year, they started they got in their first internet deal, started to get some income from that deal. And then they took that income, put some money with it, and bought another deal. And so we had a couple guys. One that's got four businesses, one that's got five. But in both cases, they were able to replace their their their, their uh, income from their job. And it's in a diversified way where, you know, even if one of them goes away, they can work on it while the other ones is, is still creating income mm. uh, so that's the power and, and you know we kind of call it mini moguls and so now we're in the business of creating these mini moguls and we're shifting people from thinking about being entrepreneurs into thinking about i can skip directly to being the shark 
Like I can be like the sharks on Shark Tank, even in a small way, and uh, build a portfolio of all these businesses that are giving me income, you know, each and every month. Yeah, and that, that's something very important I want to talk about as well, is that not only do you, you do this for yourself, but you actually help people that want to do what as you have done. So you help people, and it's a four-step process I noticed on your website. You take them through finding access to capital, then secondly, uh, finding a great deal that provides them with income and capital growth opportunities. You help them people to close the deal, and then fourthly, to manage and eventually close the business if or sell the business if that's what they want yep. to do. And the website, for those that are interested in, in working with Ace or learning more about Ace, what Ace does, is PortfolioShark.com. You can go to the yep. website and learn from Ace. So, Ace, so right now, your clients, are they worldwide? Who's this opportunity available to where you help others? Yeah, it's really neat, you know, with... You know, like you said, the site is PortfolioSharks.com, but we work with people that are all over the world. You know, we've got deals. You know, I'm even partners on in, in deals with people from Israel to Argentina to Korea. And, and, and so that's the neat part is, you know, as we're creating this portfolio strategy around Internet deals is, you know, that there are no borders we have buyers and sellers and investors that are literally all over the world. So the key is for the deals that we're doing right now, our goal is, is getting really high ROI deals. So we buy businesses that are going to get us you know, from 40% to 50% returns. And that allows us to, you know, even if we, if, as we build a portfolio, man, if one of those goes away, you know, okay, we make, 45% instead of 50%. Like, and that's really the, the power of building that portfolio. Yeah. Sorry, and I think I said that website incorrectly before. It's Portfolio Sharks with an S, PortfolioSharks.com. Mm -hmm. PortfolioSharks.com. Now, so who, and who is this opportunity for? So definitely people that already have businesses, but you, you work with individuals as well. What do people need to get started? Like, um, who is this opportunity yeah. for? Yeah, that is one of those things that, that I think surprises a lot of people. So a lot of the folks that we work with already are in a business. And I think that's something that, that definitely surprises folks because I think, oh, like, you know, if you're wanting to get started, this is a way that you can get into a business and have it be your first deal. And absolutely, 100%, we work with those folks. But the interesting thing is people that own businesses really see the value in being able to invest in something for a couple of reasons. Number one, you know, they see the the huge value of, man, I started this thing from scratch. I know what the headaches were. Like, if I can buy yeah. another one and take the skills that I've learned and be able to put into that, that is huge. But they also know the value that, man, I can, I'm in control. You know, I, I get my stock market statements every month and, you know, I'm losing money. And, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. man, if, if I lost money in as many months in a row with my business that, uh, that I do with my uh, accounts that are on Wall Street, like I'd be like, All right, we got to get rid of this business. This is terrible. But Wall Street has done an amazing job of training us as buyers. They're great salespeople. They're great marketers. You know, anybody that can convince you that, no, you can just, you know, it's going to be okay. 
I'm just going to lose money for you for months and sometimes years at a time. But just trust me. It's a, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, as soon as I'm losing money in the deal, hey, we got to go to work. I got to make money next month. Yeah. And like the example you gave at the beginning of where, when you were working in corporate America, there's just so much wastage in big business. Not all big businesses, but I, I think a lot of them. There's just so many, yeah. so much wastage and missed opportunities. Whereas if you were to buy a, a smaller business, like you said, that you have then control over, there's, it's just so much more powerful what you can do. Now, Ace, is there any final thoughts you wanted to share with our listeners today? I think the most important thing, the reason I do these, these uh, podcasts and, and talk to folks like you and, and your listeners is that uh, it's not to speak against starting a business. It's just to bring this idea to the forefront. It's amazing to me that, like we said, 99.9% of information is all around, um, you know, starting from, from scratch. And I've, I've learned there are some amazing operators. There are made, people that make amazing business owners that before they came to us, tried, you know, literally was just on a call with a, a guy today. And he's done everything, FBA, you know, blog, AdSense, affiliate, like all of this stuff. And he's a worker. Like he's really like made a little bit of money from some of this stuff, but eventually dies and he's back at the drawing board and he's taking the next course and he's got to become a Facebook expert, a webinar expert, an email marketing expert, an Instagram expert, Snapchat, Periscope, Meerkat. It just, it <laughs> literally is endless. And you're buying all these courses and becoming an expert at all these things. And so what we, what I want to do is just introduce this, this concept that you can kind of let go of all of that, find something that is already making money and buy it as opposed to buying a, a bunch of courses and never making money. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Look, really, again, really appreciate you being with us Ace, today. And I'm sure those that are listening have gotten a lot out of this. I definitely have. I think this has definitely opened my eyes to opportunities that I'd really never considered before. So very, very much appreciated. Again, so if you want to find out more about what Ace does and, and even work with Ace, you can. You can head on over to his website, which we mentioned earlier, PortfolioSharks.com. Uh, so thank you again, Ace, for being with us. And thank you, everyone, for listening today. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you got a lot out of it. As a way of saying thank you for being a loyal listener, I've got a very special gift for you, an exclusive report where I reveal all the tools and services I use every day in my online businesses, including the sites I use to get targeted traffic at literally pennies per click. It's ready for you to download right now. To get free immediate access to my online business resource report, head on over to johnslikes.com forward slash podcast. This is John Lagadaka signing off. I'll see you all next time.